Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. My name is Kimberly Scott, former video girl and now podcast rookie. Industry Celebrities is a podcast where I interview professionals in all sorts of industries asking questions about their passion or their industry, which makes them all a celebrity to me. If you would like to share your knowledge of your industry and be on Industry Celebrities, email me at Kimberly, that's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y, at marketingdoer.com. And you can listen to other episodes by searching Kimberly D. Scott on iTunes for you iPhone users and Spotify and Anchor for Android users or watch or listen, I should say, on YouTube. Just search Kimberly D. Scott. So now that we got that out of the way, please welcome my guest today, Mr. Michael Lang, also known as your caring car guy. Hi, Michael. Hey, how are you, Kimberly? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Appreciate you jumping out there. It's <laughs> exciting. It's exciting to do something different and yeah. it's exciting to join you about a new new adventure and passion and it's fun. You know, we live in a world where, you know, it's getting out of your comfort zone and we're and doing that really today. engaging, right? Yes. Exactly. Awesome. Well, let's get started by telling my listeners a little bit about yourself and what industry you're in. So, I've been in the auto industry for 4 years. I actually work for Huffines Hyundai McKinney. So, I Started off with Honda, sold Hondas for two years, and then transitioned over to Hyundai and love it. So, love Hyundai. Yep. Hyundais are great. Yes. I yep. drive one. I've yeah. driven for over five years now. They're yes. great cars. Love them. They're yes. great cars. I would highly recommend them to everyone I know, even though that's probably not the luxury car, even though they have luxury right? cars. Yep. Yes. They have the Genesis. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's funny. You know, I was telling somebody, I talk a lot of my clients, they say, you know, Hyundai, when they started off, you know, they didn't come out of the box, you know, setting the world on fire, mm -hmm. kind of like the gym shoes that you wore that you use them, you worked out in them. And when you're done with them, you threw them out because they didn't owe you anything, yeah. you know, and now people will come back 10, 15 years later and Hyundai does their own steel. They've got the best warranty in the business. You know, they're constantly pushing technology that people come back and they get in the cars and they're like, oh my gosh, this is a Hyundai. Yeah. You know, I think the, that's the a good, good analogy of Hyundai, for sure. You know, what's nice is they're hungry. They haven't made it yet. So they're still constantly fighting for new and exciting ways. What do you mean they haven't made it yet? They're all... Well, I think they're the, the approach, right? <laughs> okay, so obviously, okay. I, mean, I think they made it, but they don't have that stance. That mentality. Like, How long have they been around? Since, oh, for 60, 70 wow. years. So... My first car was a Hyundai, Hyundai Excel. Okay. But it was like $2,000 little box car yeah. that my mom bought me and sent me off to college yeah. in 1992 or 93. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, it was a Honda Civic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy that they've advanced so much. And they've been, they've been around for so long and a lot of their cars, you know, start in Europe and then they come over. Yes. So there's cars that here we know them as, you know, Elantras and Sonatas. And in Europe, they're the I-30 and the I-40, I believe. So... You know, you'll see a lot of stuff that starts off or sticks in Europe that doesn't necessarily always make it to the States. And uh -huh. so it's just nice. They're, yeah. you know, they're, they're a great company to work for and they, they really care great about Great car to drive. Yeah. Very safe. Very <laughs> well, great. Industry. So did you just fall into the car industry or how did that happen? So great question. So before the car business, I was in banking and um, I just was... I knew that. <laughs> yep, yep. I was working at a bank and doing that grind and loved the people. And, you know, I was living with some friends that were in the car business that had the wife was had been in the car business the whole time. Her husband had been in the car business, went and worked at the bank and then went back to the car business. And I was kind of burnt out on the bank. You know, uh -huh. I love the people, but just some, some stuff in my life was going uh -huh. on, you know, with, with my mother uh, not being well. And I just got burnt out on 
the bank. Yeah. And I'd accumulate all this vacation time. And thankfully I had a really nice manager who instead of going, Hey, I want to get my two weeks and I'm out was like, I really value as an employee. And so what I'm going to do is, is basically have you go on vacation. So I took what was amounted to like six or seven weeks of vacation, uh-huh. went off and tried it. He said, Hey, if you like it, great. If you don't like it and it doesn't work out, I'm going to leave the door open for you. So you can basically walk back into your job without losing any wow. time, you know, exactly. So I was like, I was blown away. And really loved that and went off and started selling cars. And yeah, you know, it was really nice. I mean, I was, you know, we're still very good friends and Uh it was really not, you know, probably could have gone differently. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, how it is now you have time and, you know, people put time and effort into you and all of a sudden just walk away. People don't always go like, oh, hey, this, you know, go ahead and come back. Yeah. So it was nice to have his support. And so it gave you that transition time to figure out if you really wanted to be exactly. in the car industry. Cause that is once you, you got to hit the ground running and yeah. it's a grind yep. as well. I definitely have known a, a few people that are no longer in the car business that started in there, left, came back. And I don't think you're the only person that I can yeah. think of within my circle of friends that is still doing the car business. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's, 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 tough it's definitely, you know, it, it is one of those things. Not a lot of times in life do you get a chance to try something on, you know, try a career on with the safety of knowing, Hey, I can, can go yeah. back. Mm-hmm. So that was very nice. Great opportunity. That situation. Well, great. What would you say you like the most about the car business? The people, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I'm all, I've always been relationship driven. So being able to help people, I mean, buying a car is the second most important decision you're ever going to make in your life. (laughs) We could do a couple episodes (laughs) on Kimberly's (laughs) adventures of buying vehicles. And it's one of those things where a a lot of my friends, when I said, hey, I'm going to go do this, we're we're kind of blown away because people are like, People hate car people. Yeah. You know, people hate car salesmen. And so. and people don't hate you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's nice about that is I, I laugh because I at the time I said, you know, what's nice is I'm actually not a car person, mm-hmm. you know, so I just know how to talk to people. You know, I'm, I'm very seasoned and know what's in the car and the functions and, and all the features and mm-hmm. those whistles. But trust me, I'm not going to be the person that's under your hood doing your oil changes, fluid flushes and things like that. I have no idea. Or so, stalking you and pressuring you to, yeah, to yes, purchase the car. Exactly. That's the the thing that's really nice. So it, what's been exciting is it was very hard at first to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Stigma. Right. There's a big stigma. And I think the longer you resist that, the more stress and anxiety that comes with it. And when you really embrace it and go about changing that uh-huh. and every day kind of going, you know, being kind of a, an interruption in the sea of bad experiences, mm-hmm. you start to make a change and people start to really, you know, I laugh at people because part of my job is literally you know, breaking down the walls, just like in any kind of relationship, friendship, business thing, it's creating rapport and be having someone feel comfortable with you and being able to say, Hey, I get it. It's not the most fun situation or the fun experience, but let me make this as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. obviously it's a whole different world now from when it was when our parents were buying cars oh, yeah. where it was, you know, a lot of power was in the hands of the people selling the cars. Now, you know, with computers and the internet and everybody's educated, there's so much education that really, you know, it's, it's one of those things I always joke with people. It's like when you're in, you know, when you have a bad breakup, you know, the the next relationship, you're like, the next relationship's going to be different. It's going to be so much better. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to make all these mistakes that I made last time. And you find yourself in that next relationship going, this is what I want. And intellectually, I know this is what I need to do, but all of a sudden you go back into your old habits and all of a sudden you create, you know, so I always joke with people like, Hey, I know I'm like the hundred person that's talked to you today, but let's go ahead and just start from scratch. My name's Michael, you know, break it down. My thing is relationship and creating something that's different and exciting. It doesn't have to be 
painful. Yeah. You know, it really is something that can be fun. Yeah. Buying a car can be painful. So is that how you came up with your caring car guy? I was, it was. So I've been working really hard. Which by the way, I commend you on. When Thank I you. saw that, I was Thank like, you. that is awesome. <laughs> it was one of those things where, you know, I've, I've been doing some training and, and part of a group on Facebook called Sales Hustlers. And what it is, is it's where, you know, it's, it's being committed to changing the way people buy cars and creating, mm-hmm. changing that stigma. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was branding yourself. And a lot of it was just getting out there and getting on social media and showing people, you know, the humanness mm-hmm. of us, just the same as in your business. People want to know, you know, the person that they're working with and, that they and, can trust them, that right. they, yeah, and that they're a real person, not just behind the desk. Yeah, exactly. People want to buy from people that they know, like, and trust, mm-hmm. you know, so the quicker you can drop their walls, it's not only going to make their experience easier, but it's going to make your experience working with them easier yeah. as well. So it's, it's really a win for just, everyone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're doing a great job, especially on your Instagram. <laughs> I guess I need to go back and follow you on Facebook now that they've changed all their rules. But right. when I saw that on Instagram, it's like, you go, Michael. <laughs> it's fun, it's you know, awesome. I mean, there's... There's a lot of fun things. I do a lot of memes and a lot of, you know, cool pictures and trying, yeah, to, not get that, salesy and at trying all. to get that engaged. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. fun. You know, yeah. it's, it's one of those things I did the other day. It was a picture of a, a cassette tape and it said, I saw that. if you're, if this is still <laughs> in your car, you need to call me. So it, it's one of those things. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, I like to use analogies as I think, you know, and I always tell people buying a car doesn't have to be brain surgery. Yeah. And I, I can say that because I've actually had brain surgery. Uh-huh. You know, like I, I knew <laughs> yes. that all along. Yes, very clearly. <laughs> that was not was. something that went, that went by. But it does. You know, and yeah. a lot of it is literally just going, hey, I'm on your side, sitting there, walking in through. And Explaining easy, everything. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it can be easy, you know, all the way from the people that come in and go, hey, I want that white 2018 Elantra Sport to, hey, I want a car. I'm not sure what it's going to be. You know, it literally can be that simple. And I've, I've had- and, they didn't, and Hyundai, like not to interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you. They don't negotiate, right? That was one of the main reasons I started going towards Hyundai because I didn't have to quote unquote haggle with someone. Right. Like the really, the car was what, if they had it, this is what it was. Yep. And I really liked that. I mean, there were a few nuances that you gotta, right. you know, get through, but it made my life a whole lot better, oh, um, sure. st- less stress. But then when I drove them, I loved them. And then, so I, I've just, the past two cars have been yeah. Hyundai's. I mean, that's sure. the thing that's great with their shopper assurance. They have programs now where they, they want to make it easy. That's the biggest feedback that that company receives is mm-hmm. time in the dealership. Oh. So, Yes. They say, you know, a couple of things to get boring. They say the average person spends 14, 15 hours before they even approach a dealership. Mm-hmm. And the national average is, is every person meets about 1.4 dealerships. So that's more information than you care to know. Yeah. By the time you're coming to see us, we're keen to earn your business because one, for the most part, know where you're going. Yeah. And two, the likelihood of me seeing you is slim to none. So wow. the reason there's, you know, the fine line is sometimes we make it harder than it has to be. We, the buyer. Yeah. Where if, you know, we were friends like you and I, where uh-huh. we have that relationship where you can say, hey, I'm really just trying to be at, you know, $400 a month. This is my credit. This is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And, you know, maybe if you give me a little bit more money for my trade or X or Y, mm-hmm. instead of that, we, we kind of make it hard. Well, I've got to do this and have to think that. And, and don't get me wrong, like big decision. Yeah. But the problem is, is, you know, you ask that question like, hey, so, you know, if I can do a little bit more of this, would it, would we be able to earn your business? Yeah. And trying to find that happy that medium, cr- happy medium mm-hmm. exactly. Because one, we want to make sure to take care of you. And to me, like I tell my clients, it's not about one transaction. But that's the other thing too, is they're going to come back to you, you know, want to come back you and refer to you that. to people. Exactly. I tell like, people I'm not going to retire off of selling you this car. Yeah. 
what I, so what I'll my, you know, like, what I want to do is, you know, yeah. I want to see you. I want to see your kids. You yeah. know, I have a longstanding thing with all my clients. If you send somebody in that buys a car for me, I send mm-hmm. you a hundred bucks. I tell people, you know, if you need a hundred dollars for whatever, mm-hmm. have somebody come, you know, keep your ear out, have them call me, let me know how I can help them. And yeah. you know, that's the, cause I'd rather so, have, like I said, I mean, and I think you'd agree, you know, the biggest thing you can do is have people running around town talking about how good of an experience, especially buying cars. I yes. mean, that's one of the things you know, being in sales, you know, you want to be connected with people that are proficient in their industry and yes. understand and appreciate those things. Yes. And then say, Hey, well, I need some work done on my house or I need some work on this. Oh, well call Bill or call yeah. Steve. You know, I want to be that person that people think, Oh, buying a car easy, you know, you're caring, car guy. caring yes, car guy. Yeah. So that's how that kind of came about. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you that I put finding a car salesman or, or dealership into the category of like, a dentist or it's so painful that I ask friends, like I'll ask five different friends first yep. about their car, where they bought it or whatever. Same thing with dentists before I actually make that move. But now I don't have to move because I go. just got you. There you go. I'm you so excited. Yep, exactly. It makes it easy. <laughs> well, okay. So that this doesn't become a 30 minute podcast, which I have thought of three other topics I can <laughs> talk to you about, which we will come at a later we'll time. Check off one. Yes. Yep. What would you tell your younger self is my standing question great, for this podcast. I love that. And I, I heard that on another one. I I think the biggest thing, because I, I can't answer one thing, I think it would be trust yourself, take risks and enjoy the moment. As I've gotten older, we kind of joke, you know, I think it's just being present in the moment and enjoying those little experiences, enjoying those little moments of time because you, you turn around and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. I have friends. You <laughs> You're know, 45 like me. Right. 42 like, like wait, you. What? Oh, you know, where I have friends that, you know, I'll never forget. I have a friend who I literally held his daughter as a baby. Uh-huh. She just started her freshman year at oh. Cal State. Does that not make you feel old? Very old. I have friends that were kids that have kids uh-huh. now. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things, you know, life is, life is short. short. You got to really appreciate the day to day. So that's why, yeah. I mean, trust yourself, take risks and have fun. You know, yeah. it's life is... Be in the moment. That's great advice. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta appreciate the person you're in front of and you know, who you meet and who you can make smile and have fun. And it's really just, you know, like value the time because we don't ever get that time back. Like that is definitely more important than money. Like like you value. I mean, of course you, everybody's money, but you can't get back your time. I've met some of the most interesting people, you know, just talking. I can't tell you how many times I've been in different restaurants and different stores where people are like, oh, you must be the manager or, you know, and I'm like, (laughs) you have a very professional, (laughs) trusting look. You're you're looking for the, you're looking for the toilet paper section. It's two halls down on the right, you know, and you're like, they're like, thank you. And I'm like, oh no, I don't work here. It's it's over there. I just come by. It's fun. I I regularly shop. I joke with people a lot that I was the reason Stranger Danger was invented. (laughs) You know, because I was that. Don't kid. say that. No, We're... I know. We, all right. It's not true. This. We, I have to preface this. I understand we live in a world yes. where you have to be very careful of that. But I was that kid that was, you know, six, Super. seven, eight, that never met a stranger. That oh, was, always that talking, was to talking to people, to people and, and engaging with people and asking people questions and how does this work and what does that do? And Super inquisitive. You could have yeah, been. Yeah, <laughs> you could have been. That's a very nice way of saying I was that irritating kid that wouldn't shut up. You know, and like, go sit at the kid table. But. I think it's just fun. I've always had a curiosity for people and, and getting to know people and figuring out where people come from and what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. Trust yourself, take risks, and just be present. Enjoy Trust the moment. yourself, take yeah. risks, and be present. It was great advice. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that's always, I don't know how it is for you, but like you get it intellectually, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's, the light bulb you know, goes off. Right. And all <laughs> of a sudden in the minute of when you're in the do and you're running around doing all this stuff and, uh, yeah. you know, you're kind of in the grind and the hustle of things in life and all this stuff and you forget. That's why when I look at kids, I'll be out and about. I'll be like, 
right, calm, chill, present. Okay, got it. <laughs> you know, so. Well, that's great advice. I do have a fun fact I want to share. So you're an accomplished sailor? I am. Well, I am. Like, yeah, that's a nice compliment. Yeah. Like, an accomplished sailor. Well, uh, I mean, you didn't, yeah. you never drowned. That's <laughs> true. Successful, right? I had a friend that said equal takeoffs, equal landings. Yeah. So, yep. I love sailing. So yeah. very happenstance was one of those things. I, I think like you, you know, that kid that wasn't allowed to sit around, you know, always doing stuff. And my mom had said, I want you to try this. And so literally got dropped off one day. I spent more time. This was in Hawaii. So I was in the ocean. You have to tread water. Important thing. Yes. Prerequisite. Yeah. And they actually have you sail that day. So you're actually physically doing it. Oh, you don't okay. know what you're doing, but, but you're, you're doing, doing it. it. And I vividly remember going, I don't know what I did, but it was the best thing and I want to do it and do it again. And so it was one of those things where I got, that was my escape. As soon as school's over, you know, and it was one of those things where super grateful because it was such a source of of self-confidence and, you know, kind of that taking risks. And it was something that I've been lucky enough to sail across the Pacific Ocean twice. Mm -hmm. I've sailed in Norway. I've sailed, you know, in San Francisco, Long Beach, Newport. It took you where... a lot of places yeah. that it normally wouldn't have if you had never learned. Oh, that, sure. That. Yeah. And yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah. Like coming back, like super grateful. My mom's like, try this out. And it's one of those things where I mean, it could have literally been something that was nothing. And yeah. it was one of those things where it was the greatest thing ever because I was, That's awesome. you know, I was forcing myself out of my comfort zone and I was competing against adults and competing against people from old, young, beginning, advanced. And it was one of those things where I derived so much confidence because as I started to hone your skills, hone my skills and, and start to do well, I mean, it was a disaster the first year. Yeah. Was, thankfully, I persevered enough that I spent more time in the boat than out of the boat as I was, as I was starting. <laughs> I was, was very much behind the game and I had two left feet. I always tell my dance partners, I have two left feet. Well, I was that uncoordinated when I started <laughs> off. And so it was just one of those things that's amazing, you know, to be able to get out there. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. You know, like it was fun because I did stuff by myself and I did stuff as a crew. So I mm -hmm. raced with, you know, anywhere between five and nine people. And a lot of times I was the person that was leading the group and, and being younger, yeah. you know, so I learned a lot of leadership skills and learned a lot sense. of like how to empower people and how to get people on your side, especially when you're younger than they are. Yeah. And they're looking to you for the answers. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to let them down. Yeah. A lot of confidence building. Yeah. So, you know, it's really fun. It's one of those things where that's like my happy place. You know, yeah. people are like, it's fun when I get to take people out over the years. I've gotten to take people out that I've worked with uh -huh. that, you know, know me and work. And then to go out sailing and... It's a whole different ballgame. It's uh, a whole different ballgame, yeah. you know, and to get to kind of see me in my element. I always find it fun when you put people in their element and see the lights. I took a friend who had never been sailing in his entire life and got him out there, showed him a few things. And I mean, I had him up in, you know, it was very windy with all the sails up, turning the boat and maneuvering the boat. And he caught on so quickly and just to see the lights yeah, flicker it's on. An accomplishment it's, it's that, just one yeah, of those things. Yeah. So I've been very, very lucky and very grateful. And there's something about being on the water in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with, you know, no street lights and cell phones and, oh, yeah. you know, see, see dolphins and see the most amazing moon rises and sunsets and just being, in, you know, yeah. like, in the moment, being there yeah. in the time. Well, so. so if someone's looking for advice on a car or a boat, you could help them. Definitely, right. <laughs> Even Definitely. though you don't sell boats. But. Right. That'll be the next phase. There we go. Well, thank you again, Michael. I really appreciate you coming and joining me today. And like I said, I have thought of three other topics that we can discuss. So stay tuned. It. Yes, Let's do it. definitely. Thank you so much for having me.
Thank you. And thank you to my listeners, which it is growing. I actually look and I have had 200 listeners. Yes. Since I started. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I'll tell all my people. Tell Tell your your people. people And And speaking of, like, since you give referrals, if someone hears this podcast is looking for a vehicle and they mention this podcast, they will get. I'll give you another hundred bucks off the car or we'll give you a hundred dollar gift card. Okay. They'll figure something out. Starbucks, gas card. You name it. Whatever. You. So mention that you heard about the Caring Car Guy on this podcast, Industry Celebrities, Kimberly Scott, or just a podcast, whatever, because hopefully tell your friends. Yes. And then search for me, Kimberly D. Scott, to subscribe to my YouTube channel, iTunes podcast, and follow me on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn. And until next week, stay positive and keep growing. Thanks, Michael. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too.